What's up, everybody? This is Nikki Hines, and you are listening to the Nikki Hines Podcast. On this week's episode of Who Inspires Me Wednesday, I have uh, an old friend on here with me. His name is Chris. Uh, Chris is not super big into social media, so if you do, uh, use the link below to check out any of his um, Instagram feed. You are not going to see a lot of fitness stuff on there. However, Chris has a fitness story. He reached out to me when I put my call to action out for anyone who wanted to share their story. We met what feels like eons ago over on Twitter, thanks to the P90X hashtag. And most recently, he has been crushing it uh, with his weight loss, thanks to keto, keto and going to the gym. So I hope you guys enjoy this episode today. And um, if you have any questions, when it's over, you can feel free to message either one of us over on Instagram. I am completely speaking for him right now, but I am almost 100% positive that he would not have any issues with that. So let's get into it. Hello. Hello. Hey. How are you? Great. That actually sounds really awesome. I'm surprised. <laughs> Anchor is an interesting app. Um, it has its little fits from time to time if for some reason um it cuts off or anything i'll just have to drop you a new link and then we'll pick up with everything but thank you for joining me tonight i'm really really excited to have you on um we Uh met what feels like an eternity ago through p90x (laughs) over on twitter right Yes, I think so. Yeah, so you as well have been into this whole fitness thing on and off for like years. So why don't you share um, some of your story with us? You can start, I guess, all the way back um, in that P90X phase or if it goes back even earlier than that, wherever you really feel like jumping in, um, we I'm pretty sure we'd all love to hear more. All right. Um, yeah, so it, it does go just back just slightly more than the P90X phase. I originally, I, I, I had started a desk job years ago. It was my first desk job. And, and, you know, coming into your early 20s and then going into that, like, sitting environment, I lumped on a lot of weight, which totally went against my feelings about myself having been a you know active sports high school sports enthusiast for many many years um and i i found through sort of pre pre youtube days um this guy named adam waters who had this like what was it it was a it's like a 60 day fix or a 40 day 45 day fix and it was this insane um like like flip video flip book of his day by day progress. Okay. Um, working out. And I saw a guy that like that I felt looked like me at the time just turned into this just beast of a human being, like massive muscle gains, really trimmed down, looked toned, looked healthy. And I went, I can do that. So I, I kind of looked into what his program was and found out there was this um guy named Nick Nilsson who um had a program uh, called the metabolic surge. And that's what Adam followed, um, to get his results. Okay. And and so I bought the, the ebook and the, you know, the online program and I started getting into that and it was, 
it was really good, um, but it was physically very stressful for me. It was really more of a bodybuilder's program. Okay. Um, and I ended up putting I, what, what I think, it, you know, in hindsight was a lot more uh, muscle mass on me than I really wanted to have. Um, I just kind of wanted to lean up and I ended up kind of bulking up like a bodybuilder um, without really slimming down. So I kind of ended up in this weird middle space. And that's when I discovered p90x and 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 that whole community um and decided to give that a go you know as part of a home workout program that i didn't have to spend money for a gym and all that kind of stuff um and yeah dove into p90x the first time and had great results from it it really worked out well for me i lost oh i can't remember at this point but (laughs) but I, i i did pretty well in the first round of it um and got into pretty good shape. Um, but that kind of started, I think, my my up and down cycle with working out and weight loss was at, immediately after finishing that. It was so, I was so excited that I reached an awesome goal, but I was also super burnt out from all the commitment, the daily commitment to it. Right, because uh, it, it is a big commitment because it's, you know, an hour a day and then all the meal stuff and everything. So, yeah. And, and that really, I, I was ready. Like, I think it actually took me two weeks to complete the last week of P90X just because I was so over it by that time. <laughs> um, but then I ended up, you know, just kind of rebounding. I rediscovered beer and pizza. And, and I think, you know, within a matter of months, like almost had completely undone what I spent all that time and effort and energy doing. Right. Um, and that was super, super, you know, demotivating, but, um, I, I had another go at it and I, I did probably, I don't know, the second time I tried P90X, I didn't complete the full 90 days. I think I finished out in somewhere around 78 or, or 80 days where I was finally like, I can't do this anymore. I'm, I'm, uh, You're so close to the finish line though. I really was, but the problem was is I didn't see the same results the second time that I saw the first time. Right, because the le- and was the level of effort you were putting in different? It might have been. I think mentally I was just in a different place the second time around. Yeah. And, and that might have been because of, like, personal life stuff going on or, or schedule stuff, but I just didn't feel like the second time I had a go at it that it really worked well for me which I think kind of beat me up a little bit more because I was like, well, here I am, you know, putting even all, all this, you know, additional time and effort and energy and not getting what I want out of it. Right. And that, that kind of, that sucked. And that, that, then I really fell off the wagon again <laughs> um, after that, uh, that time through, but that, but that was during the time period during that first and second round that you and I initially met, um, and there's, you know, like there's a few, few other people like, like, uh, uh, Nathan Graves. I'm still friends with him on social media. Yeah. He was part of that, uh, uh, that group and, and have sort of floated in and out of those, those people over the years. Yeah. Um, He's, he was so inspirational during that time period. Yeah, he really was. So what happened after, cause that was like a long time ago. Did you just like give up on per se or did you just like mess around with going to the gym on and off and just like stay in that flux of 
I'm not totally happy. I need to make a change. Making the change. There's beer and pizza again. <laughs> that that's kind of how it was. It was during that time that I I started to become pretty anti gym. So I was trying to not go to the gym as much as possible. I think partially for budgetary reasons. I was really trying to save money at the time, mm-hmm. and I think really in my area. Um, was like Bally's Fitness, and that was you know forty or forty five dollars a month, and I was like, ah, I'm, not, I'm just going to do the home workout programs, and it'll be fine. Right. Um, so after after that second round of P ninety X, which I, ironically um, I think popped up on my uh, memories, like social media memories, that yesterday or today was the eight year anniversary of when I started Insanity. Um, <laughs> so like it was eight years ago, either, either yesterday or today that I, that I, um, jumped into insanity for the first time. And it was literally a, oh my gosh, I saw the infomercial. This looks really motivating and it's, it's not as much time as P90X and there's no additional, additional, um, you know, pull up bar or weights or straps or anything. I can literally just do this with all body weight exercise in the living room. And that was super motivating. Um, so I went gung-ho into that and then lo and behold once again i had really great results and that was i think the after completing that that first round of p90 or um, of insanity that was the lowest weight that i had been since i was in high school oh wow and and that is still that's that's a weight i'm still shooting for um in this this last year of working out that I've been doing, that's really been a, a goal for me is to hit that again. Um, but you know, once again, I think it I think it took me two weeks to finish the last week of insanity because I just when I go that gung ho, I get super motivated, but it burns me out really quick because right. of all the time and the and the and all that stuff. Um, and. Let's see, that was that was a time period I was going through some medical stuff. Like I, I was just diagnosed with sleep apnea and had to have my tonsils removed. So that that kind of messed me up too. Um, but you know, finished the program eventually, felt really good about it, decided I was gonna, you know, give round two a jump start. And then after like four weeks of doing insan- uh, you know, the second round of insanity, I totally fell off the wagon. Um, motivation just completely dropped. I wasn't uh, I, I just wasn't feeling good about it. it. It was like, I think physically my body was aching from it. And yeah. I went, ah, I, I need to listen to my body a little bit right now. Cause it was, it may have been telling me that it was, it was too strenuous to just continue doing it. Yeah. Insanity uh, is an insane program. That program like almost mentally broke me twice. <laughs> <laughs> I would literally, I would do the workout and feel like I was going to puke 90% of the time while doing it. And then I would be like so excited that it was over, but I would like sit on my living room floor and just cry. Because... Yeah. <laughs> no. I, I was like, what I am remember, I doing to myself? <laughs> yeah, there were there were days you get done with the workout and, and just lay there and just be like, What what is happening? <laughs> how, how is this okay to do to myself? Right. Right. And yeah, it's funny that you brought it up because the whole memories thing, because if I'm not mistaken in Facebook, mine started talking about like the fit test results and stuff like this last week. Mm -hmm. Um, 
And I was like, oh, yeah, I forgot I tortured myself in that manner <laughs> repeatedly. <laughs> that, so that means it was we, we, we were both like in this mental state of like, oh, the holidays are coming. I have to start taking better care of myself. Right. I think I need to. That... It's the pregame for all the cookies. And <laughs> exactly. if I can get that 10 pounds off before I eat all that turkey and pie and all that junk, then it's going to be fine. I'm going to be in good shape. Yeah. 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 Be- being in shape for the holidays has always been kind of a weird thing. And like a lot of people, I think, aim for being in shape for the summer or you know spring mm-hmm. or that you know the their summer beach body all that kind of stuff and i've always had best results working out during the winter for some reason so have i like i think once the once the summer rolls around like it's hot um you know over here it just gets humid as hell that like sucks all of the energy out of you and it's mm-hmm. like no i'm no like i don't i don't want to do any of that <laughs> yeah and it's, you know, I mean, out, out here, we don't have quite, quite as painful summers as you do on the East Coast, but, uh, but, you know, similar, similar vibe. It's still, when it gets cooler here, I definitely feel more inclined to want to work out and, and push a little harder when I'm not already sweating, walking through the doors of the gym or putting on a, a workout program. Yeah, exactly. But, you know, fast forward to this year, right? You started <laughs> early this year, um, making changes again. Yeah, I mean, it it actually started... Last, I know you... Was it late last year? It, time is a blur to me at this point in time. <laughs> it's all relative. Um, I remember you going back to the gym. And yes. then you started making the eating changes. And then it was like, holy cow. Like, you're like melting. <laughs> yeah. Well, and it, it, it you know, fo- following you, you were, you were really um, having great results with, with the keto diet program. Yeah. And, and that, you know, kind of watching how, how you did it gave me some motivation to try it. So it was really like the end of last year. Um, I, I was really topping out at about my, my like heaviest. I was just a couple pounds shy of my absolute heaviest. And I decided that I can't, I can't do this anymore. I can't live like that. It's, it's absolutely too much for me. Um, so you know, I had I had some work stuff going on, big trade show to start in the beginning of the year, but basically used kind of, you know, cr- the Christmas being the end of it, uh, of my gluttonous lifestyle <laughs> choices, um, decided after that, okay, I'm going to sort of gear myself up towards uh, moving into a keto diet and try to not go into the, the whole keto flu that I heard so much about from, from a lot of people. Mm-hmm. So I decided to just go and go really low carb um, straight after Christmas and just cut out processed food, sugars, um, even at that time, like cut out alcohol. It was it was one of those things. I was like, OK, I'm going to go really gung ho about this and, and try to do this right. Um, and that that I think kind of jump started me pretty well so that when I actually f- flipped over to the full fat diet. Um, my body was like, okay, this is something different. Like I'm going to adjust my metabolism and jump into it. Um, and I didn't really do anything strenuous at the gym other than I just went and did about, I don't know, about 45 minutes of elliptical four to six days a week based on what, like my, my schedule and availability was. Mm -hmm. 
but I wasn't even really going and doing like heavy lifting or, or machines or anything. I'd kind of do a machine if I was in the mood for it. But for the most part, I really just stuck with doing cardio. Um, and like you said, I just started melting. Like I'd never experienced before. <laughs> it was insane every now because you're not one to post a lot of like selfies and stuff like that. And you posted a photo and I was like, holy hell. <laughs> yeah. Like, that is not the same person. <laughs> yeah, it was it was really surprising even to me to see pictures of myself after, you know, three months of, of doing it. It was like, wow, like my face is yeah. different. Like, my, my structure is different. I feel different and I've and I've felt so much better um you know since doing that and and to this date I've kind of I fell off a little bit I wouldn't say fall fell off but I've kind of reached a, a maintenance point after my birthday in July um where I I hit I hit a goal I was aiming for and which would have been like the lightest I'd weighed in uh, at least seven seven or eight years um and kind of just maintained that and and felt like okay I'm gonna I'm gonna and enjoy myself a little bit when I want to, but I have my workout schedule and my diet worked out so that I know, you know, I can, I can lose a few pounds or put a couple pounds on and then lose it right away. And, and I'm not beating myself up. I think mentally I'm in the best state that I've ever been in um, when it comes to diet and exercise. Cause I don't feel like it's a burden. I feel like it's something I actually have really good control of right now. That's awesome. That's so awesome. And I think what you said there is really key. Like you found that you're in this spot now where you can like ease up on things and you can just enjoy life a little bit. And you know, when you hit that point, okay, I need to, you know, rein things back in and I'll be able to get myself back to where I want to be quickly. Yeah. And, and and that doesn't mean that I don't still have goals. Like I'm still going to, you know, try to push and, and work on it. But, um, you know, at this point I'm, I, I guess there's, I just feel less pressured to reach those goals. Okay. Uh, like self, self pressure, not pressured by anybody else. But I just feel <laughs> pressured by myself to like, whereas I used to be like, Oh dude, you're really heavy. You need to lose weight. Like if you're not the weight that you want to be, you're doing things wrong. Right. Um, whereas I kind of, I don't beat myself up like that anymore. I'm like, Oh, you actually, you know, you feel good about yourself. You feel good about your diet control and, and exercise control. So it's okay to have moderation. Now. Yeah, definitely. Without a doubt. What do you think, um, helped you with that mindset switch? I don't know. Age. <laughs> <laughs> most likely could could yeah. very well be could very well be yeah. so i mean age and experience i think is just i've done this so many times now <laughs> um and i and I, have a, I have an app um that has literally tracked my my weight uh history for the last you know eight years i think at least and i can look at the ups and the massive swinging ups and downs i can go back and look at it and it's really interesting to see i can kind of tell where i where the struggle parts of my life were just by looking at how much weight I put on, uh, you know, annually. Yeah. It's, it's kind of crazy when you start to make those correlations between life events and weight. <laughs> yeah. yeah. Were you like an emotional eater or anything before, or did you just like, just stop giving a fuck and you were just like, whatever. <laughs> yeah. I, 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 
I don't really think I I was ever an emotional eater. I just like food. Okay. Uh, <laughs> biggest problem is I just love the taste of food. And of course, the sugariest, carbiest foods are the ones that taste the best. So that's what best. I end up flocking towards. And then pizza and tacos and yeah. 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 My, my, my downfall every time. So when you made the switch this year, um, I know that you have a pretty demanding job schedule. <laughs> Yeah, <laughs> they kind of like send you all over the place. You have, I mean, it's it's almost like a blessing and a curse, um, mm-hmm. because you get to see such amazing places. Um, I don't think I'll ever forget the photos that you posted from like Great Wall of China and stuff like that. It was like, whose job sends them to these places? Um, but yeah, like, how do you balance that? Like, how did you balance that this year with like switching over to keto and like traveling and being on the road and um I know I know this um a lot of people listening don't know you're also a musician so um there's that whole gig aspect to things that puts you in places with alcohol and you know bar Mm -hmm. food and you know stuff like that isn't exactly the greatest when you're making a lifestyle change so how did you find balance in all of that Um, I, this, this particular year, I didn't travel quite as much as I did last year. Last year was an absolute insane, uh, ride for me. I did like over a hundred thousand flight miles, like multiple continents, multiple times. It was, it was really ridiculous. Um, and I think that's probably why I ended up reaching um, like a really heavy point was because I wasn't disciplined about, um, maintaining good diet choices while I was on the road. Um, you know, I, it, you know, when you're, when you're out and you're, it's, it's a work dinner and you're like, oh, I'll have, you know, just pile, pile the food on. I'll have a big steak and sure throw on the French fries and sure we'll add a dessert to that and, and three or four beers. And then, you know, by the time you're done, your, your dinner was just, you know, <laughs> and then 5, you add in the whole time zone changes and stuff. And it's like, who, who has the energy to even like yeah. hit a hotel gym? The or lack something. of sleep is just, I would always have the best intentions. Like if I was in, in, in a certain place for a week, I'd bring my gym clothes and I'd go on the first night or the second night and, and then just be like, I'm so exhausted from, from the time differences. Right. I can't even, I just need sleep. Uh, and even that, you know, was, I'd only get a few hours of sleep a night and that's, that was a big struggle. So this year that, I, you know, being that I didn't have to do quite as much um, travel, I did, I did some domestic travel, but almost, I don't think I did any international travel this year. Um, that helped me, I think actually make some better, um, some better habits when I did travel. Or like you said, if I did go to a gig and and have have Mm -hmm. to be stuck with bar food choices, um, where now, like when I go and I travel, I choose better food options. I've actually found a love for vegetables that I never used to have before. I've always been a very picky eater and that has made my diet (laughs) difficult to contend with. Uh, but like, but like now I love eating like a big plate of chicken and broccoli. Whereas two years ago, that would never have happened. I I would have been like a kicking and screaming kid on the floor. If you would have put it down, just a big big plate of chicken (laughs) and broccoli in front of me. Uh, you know, so it's like getting used to the idea of, okay, if I go out to eat, you know, for a work function, or if I go out to eat and it's, you know, I'm, I'm kind of stuck with whatever food the bar has to offer. 
making sure that I picked the things that are, you know, have less saturated fat or have less breading, you know, take the breading off the chicken fingers, of the bar or get the side, you know, a lot of, a lot of bars are doing cauliflower, mm-hmm. like Buffalo cauliflower now. Um, Cause it's so trendy, you know, so they'll, you know, deep fry cauliflower and then put Buffalo sauce on it. I don't know if that's the greatest choice, but it feels like a better choice than, right. uh, you know, French fries. Yeah, and the uh, if, beauty of if I'm in a pinch, the beauty so of keto is chicken I just wings to... are okay. Mm-hmm. <laughs> yeah, yeah, and and so I, I've just gotten into the habit of making those choices, and because of that, my my mentality about the food that I eat has shifted. I don't show up to a place like craving the French fries or the pizza or the burger. I show up now being like, oh, this place has good, you know, chicken wings and, and, you know, veggie platter or things like that. And then I'm not thinking about that's all the awesome. bad food that's choices definitely I used to make. an awesome thing. Now, you said that you're, you know, a food lover. Uh, do you have a favorite go-to meal um, that you like to have on the lower carb, you know, keto spectrum of things? Um, lately I've been doing a lot of, uh, pressure potted chicken. Um, so I'll buy a a big pack of like chicken thighs and I'll pressure pot that and shred it up immediately afterwards. And then I'll use that kind of throughout the week to build my meal. So I'll use that and add, uh, uh, you know, sauces to it. I'll add the Buffalo sauce has been one of my favorites lately. So shredded chicken with buffalo sauce because it's really low in carb Um, and throw in cheese, put some, you know, put some avocado on it uh, and put it on a salad and make maybe mix a little bit of buttermilk ranch up into the salad just Mm -hmm. to give it some flavor. So it's not just dry lettuce. And and that's something I've had that or like a barbecue sauce variant of that more over the last six to eight months than I think anything else I've eaten. Are, are you more of the school of like, this is working for me, I'm going to stick with it? Or you're just like, this is so damn good, I want to eat it every single day for the rest of my life? <laughs> <laughs> um, I think it's a little bit of both, but it's primarily like when I find something that works, okay. I, I try not to stray from it. Um, and I don't, I, I don't get tired of certain foods that often. So I can, I can literally eat the same thing for lunch every day and I'm not mm-hmm. going to get bored of it like some people do. Um, I don't, I don't know why that is. That's that just works kind of the way favor, that I always though. have That's been. Awesome. <laughs> um, but yeah. mm-hmm. it makes meal planning a lot easier because I can just do one really simple thing, you know, shredded chicken with, with a salad and, and throw in the fats, throw in the olive oil, throw in the avocado, throw, you know, all that kind of stuff. And, and it's, it's just a, an easy go-to that I don't have to think about it. Just I can yeah, do it over great. and over so and over again. Do you typically do meal prep for yourself weekly? Almost never. Uh, okay. Almost never. <laughs> yeah. Um, that, that chicken, the pressure potted chicken is probably the only thing that I would consider okay. my meal prep for the week. Um, I'm, I do much better with going to the okay. grocery store every two or three days uh, and just like trying to shop light instead of trying to get everything for the week. It's like, okay, this will get me through the next two or three days. And then once I get through that, I'll go and figure out what other slight variant that I want to have. It might be, you know, okay, for the next couple of days, I'm going to make some, some keto bagels or I'm going to make a, um, 
you know, an, an almond flour um, pizza, pizza crust or, you know, things like that. And I'll just kind of change it up in that way so that I'm not stuck. Right. I, I still and those bagels, they're kind of amazing. <laughs> I, I just wish they weren't they, so time intensive to make. They really I would are a pain the in the ass. Um, I found that using my Ninja to form the dough really cut down on things. But mm-hmm. overall, it's like, yeah, it's just, they are a pain in the butt. <laughs> I would just make a couple of yeah, batches and they're just, they're at the same time messy. just to, like, get the mess and the chaos over with. <laughs> and they freeze pretty well. Yeah. So if you ever just want to, like, hate your life for, like, a morning and get it out of the way, <laughs> <laughs> it's an option. <laughs> Yeah, by the time I've made four of them, I'm like, nope, screw this, I'm done, I'm out. <laughs> but they're so worth it. They're... Yeah, I actually haven't made them in a few months. Now that now that I'm thinking about it, it's probably about time for me to uh, remember. I how haven't much of made them in the about a really year. Are. The other day, I went to the grocery store and I bought everything to make them, and then I came home and I was like, yeah, maybe tomorrow, and it hasn't happened. Yet, so. <laughs> I think I ended up turning all the mozzarella into just pizza and um but everything else is sitting there. <laughs> yeah, fat head dough is amazing. That's but awesome. Such a pain in the butt. I I definitely found though that the the variation that I did of using um because there was a yes. fat head pizza dough recipe. Um tried initially and i'm trying to remember specifically what the ingredient difference was but i don't think it had almond flour in it it was something it was um <laughs> oh shoot now you're gonna have to get back to me because i'm gonna now. be wondering but it was, there was, what was this other ingredient yeah well i i was i did it was a different variation it didn't have almond flour in it and i decided to do a variant of it that used almond flour instead um, I think with more more cream cheese and less okay. mozzarella, and and then adding adding basil to it, and that has become like my go to for uh, for making pizza crust now when I'm really in a pizza mood because that's my ultimate yes. diet Achilles. I meal. would not. I refuse. So I, I have to, to scratch start that keto itch. <laughs> until I ensured that there were pizza options. <laughs> And then when I discovered the bagels, mm-hmm. I was like, okay, I'm going to be okay doing this. I even I went hardcore one time and I made um, this recipe for coconut bread. Like it was a white, uh, no, it was macadamia nut, macadamia nut and coconut flour bread. And it, it turned out really good. It literally had the texture of just your plain white bread. But I think like one little third of a of, of a loaf it ended up costing like $17 yeah, in ingredients. Yeah, that's the crazy part. It's like all of these ingredients that make these foods healthier for us and like fit our dietary needs ends up costing so much money. <laughs> and that that's, that's the biggest struggle is like even when I'm, you know, you go through all the effort and energy to find something that you like to eat on these, you know, on, on the keto diet specifically, because it is, you know, mm-hmm. a lot, pretty, pretty strict. Um, to- 
macros, like you find something that you really enjoy and you're like, well, this is completely unmaintainable because I'm going to break the bank. Yeah, it's <laughs> trying to it's do kind of like you have to it's keep it possible. to the simple basics, you know, like your spinach and your Brussels sprouts and, you know, all of that stuff for your greens and just like the meat, <laughs> just keep it to vegetable and meat and like, you're okay. Yeah. But anytime you try and like grab, um, yes, any kind of like replicated, um, anything like you're saying, like bread or, um, you know, some of the sauces and stuff that are sugar free or keto friendly, they cost like double and triple the amount of the regular stuff. And that's, that's part of what the issue with our nutrition and, you know, our food industry is, it's just, it's so affordable to eat like shit. <laughs> yeah. You know, it's you can you can run down to Del Taco and get it get you know three tacos. I still haven't eaten there. Maybe it's more than that. <laughs> That's well, it's because now that whenever I'm out on the West Coast, I just soon. immediately run to In and Out, and then I'm so full after eating there. I'm like, oh, I'll try Del Taco tomorrow, and then I'm like, oh look, it's an In and Out. I need to eat it again. <laughs> I did finally actually for the first time like two months ago, two or three months ago, I think it was that I tried the. The I guess keto Dutchman. acceptable option at in and out of the flying Dutchman. And I was actually really impressed with that, that that tasted so good without the bun. Um, but it, to me, it's not worth waiting the half hour in line. For it. So do you, um, <laughs> did you just give up in and out completely or did you do it like protein style or you were like, Nope. And then you finally tried the flying Dutchman. Uh, no, I just, I was, I was okay. you know, packed into the diet. It was making good progress and, and it was just like, ah, in, in and out sounds good. So let's go, let's go stuff her through the line and, uh, and, and do the flying Dutch. Yeah. In and out. The last couple great. of times I've done keto, um, that was the meal that kicked me out of ketosis. <laughs> yeah, it was, yeah. Yeah. It, every time, every time I end up out there and I'm like, nope, I'm getting the real deal. <laughs> yeah like I don't, might as well indulge i don't have access to it enough you know like to be like no i'll just have it protein style it's like no i want the bun <laughs> i'll get back into ketosis yeah. when my trip is over <laughs> exactly see and that and that's the good thing is if you like ah you know what i'm gonna let it slip this time and enjoy myself and then go you know get back into it when you know later on that's that's powerful at this point i think that's having having the strength to go in and out of it as you mentally see fit is is a really good thing and it's something i'm like every day grateful for um i mean the worst i've ever slept was 30 pounds um which there was so much denial and then devastation around that but then that's when i found keto and i finally joined the gym and ended up being in the best shape of my life and then I started working in corporate again, and it kind of all went to shit. But I'm working on fixing that again. <laughs> <laughs> the corporate really messes does. everything just, up for everybody. It sucks your soul right <laughs> out of your body. And it's like, no, wait. <laughs> <laughs> I, say, I say that, but you, I love my job, so are, I can't really complain too much. <laughs> seriously, you're like the unicorn when you are one of the few people that I ever talk to that is like I love my damn job yeah I've, I've I've got kind of a life hack job where I've I've turned my hobby 
into a career you know being being a hobby musicianist and being able to work in the music industry has been absolutely an incredible blessing for me and i i love it and do not take That's it for awesome. granted whatsoever I've definitely always thought that um that was an awesome thing um sweet tooth or no no sweet tooth i'm i'm a salty i like okay. savory things you lost me on that one I was all set to ask you what your favorite, you know, (laughs) dessert item was. Now you ruined it. Thanks, Chris. (laughs) All right. Favorite keto snack. Don't tell me you Um, don't snack. (laughs) No, I do. I do um, baked uh, either Parmesan kind of chips or I'll do uh, just take, um, like sliced deli cheese and then quarter that and bake it like so a cheese it, it becomes okay like a so cheese you make chip. your own as opposed to like buying the yeah. wisps or the moon cheese or that stuff yeah again that stuff is just it, it's so expensive it's easy mm-hmm. to just buy some some deli cheese or you know put a pile of parmesan cheese on the on the baking sheet and let it sit there for you know six or seven minutes in the oven so domesticated it's good to go <laughs> <laughs> I love cooking. That's that's one of my favorite that's things awesome. to do. So I'd, I'd rather bake something quickly yeah, than, no, uh, I, than go buy it. I think it's it. great. And like you said, it, it does end up saving money in the long run. If you take a little bit of time to devote in the kitchen, you, you end up achieving what you need to towards your dietary goals. And you save some money as long as you're not making $17 coconut macadamia flour bread. <laughs> But every now and then, it's nice to yeah, exactly. experiment with things, so. Yeah, you know, was for that, that one in particular, I was just motivated to see what it was because I saw that it was supposed to be really good and turns out it really was, but <laughs> not, not sustainable. <laughs> so do you still hit the gym? Like, I know you said you kind of eased up on stuff um, since your birthday. Was that just food-wise as far as like strict keto or did you like ease up on things in the gym as well no it was predominantly diet based i've really just kind of flipped to more of a low carb diet uh, and and still really light on processed foods i'm probably i'm i'm probably a little bit heavy on on the fats for not being in full ketosis and that's kind of uh, i've been thinking about that recently i think because i uh, want to make sure i don't have blood pressure issues and all that kind of stuff from having a high fat diet without having the the, the right. biology to sort of balance it out uh, but but i you know i'm not eating still not eating breads not eating pizza you know beer is occasional wine is is my my current achilles <laughs> heel i guess you could say um that, that i can't give up, can't give them a grape juice and just won't have um, but as far as gym goes, you know, I'm still based on my schedule four four to six days a week in the gym doing cardio okay. for at least a half hour a day. Um, so, you know, get in there. I try to get I try to get four to five hundred calories burned on the elliptical to feel like, OK, that's that that's a good um, a good balance for the day. But if I'm if I'm really feeling good, you know, I'll burn seven or eight hundred calories in a session if I've got the time for it um, and have the energy for it just to you know, kind of try to keep on some of awesome. downward like, slope. It really, really sounds like you found that balance that you've been searching for, for like so long, you know, you've had so many ups and downs and this year it's like, you finally got that. All right. I got this thing. Like I found something that works for me. 
I'm figuring out what I need to do in the gym and I, I, I got this. Um, what, what yeah. advice do you stuck in that up and down cycle? Um, that's always a tough one because it's so personal. Like you have, you have to find a way to, I think you have to find a way to be happy with where you are in order to find that maintenance point to stop the up and down. Um, and that's, that's a really tough thing to get to. It's, it's such a, you know, it's, it's the same thing. Like how do you find the motivation to start a, a workout program? Or how do you how do you motivate someone to start a workout program? It's kind of it's kind of difficult to offer advice other than to just say stick with it. You know, it just takes time to find what your what your balance is. Um, but always try. I guess that that would be my best advice: is to just just try things. Don't be afraid to not try things. Try new things. Change up the exercises. Change up the diet, and and get to a point where you can enjoy uh experimenting yeah i think that's great advice um any piece of advice for someone who is has been thinking about trying keto and um how to avoid keto flu what's your best tip for them um my best tip is just going to come from from my personal experience with it i think tapering off a um, a really carby diet and, and removing processed foods first before going into a, um, a keto diet, I think really helps to eliminate that, that keto flu. So you just sort of prep your body for a healthier way of living for cleaner foods. Um, and don't just go cold Turkey. Cause I, I think that's bad for, for everybody when you just go yeah, cold turkey one day. It's not a good thing. I, tapered off probably not long enough when I did it because I totally had keto flu. Um, I also didn't prepare Mm. myself with the electrolytes the way I probably should have. Um, So yeah, I I did a ton of research on it and everything. And I kind of skipped over the keto flu aspect of things. Um, I was more into the fasting aspect so when I had jumped in, I went full, mm-hmm. full-fledged fasting, everything. And then I was like, why do I feel like I was hit by a truck? <laughs> and the- <laughs> I, I think that's actually going to be my next thing that I start experimenting with is, is intermittent fasting. Because I haven't really done any of that. Um, but I've noticed that when, when I've just inherently had days where I didn't eat because of scheduling or things like that, and I still maintained a, a healthy diet later in the day, yeah. I definitely saw better results. Fasting has been so. um, definitely the one thing I held on to. Even like when I dropped off with the gym and keto and everything, I, I held on to fasting. Um, it's one of those things that it's, it's just really helped me to reset my system. I find that when I don't fast, that's when all of my sugar cravings and everything come back like full-fledged like scary, like junky style. Like <laughs> <laughs> That's, that's what it all, the, it really the, the does. I, I binge pretty out. hardcore. <laughs> I think it was last sometime last month. Um, I was just totally stressed out at work and I went to a store hungry, which is mistake number one. 
Um, and I ended up leaving with like mm-hmm. a frozen pizza, um, a pint of ice cream, and a bag of Sour Patch watermelons. <laughs> and I sat on my couch with Netflix and consumed everything and the next morning I woke up I felt like I drank an entire bottle of vodka like it was it was bad it was hangover bad and I was like what did I just do to myself and that was like eye-opening all over again and since that morning I have been so good when it comes to what I eat Nice. (laughs) I'm my own worst enemy. (laughs) I can admit that every day. (laughs) I would say that my, my, probably the one sweets thing that I've learned that when I do feel like I have a sweet tooth that needs to be, uh, uh, that needs to be met, um, the frozen, frozen, uh, cool whip. Uh, as a ice cream replacement has been. Oh my god! Uh, I remember. I just had like a flashback to my Weight Watcher days. <laughs> they used to have these. They were <laughs> called like one point ice cream sandwiches, and you took like two, like a graham cracker, and you broke it into squares, and you put the Cool Whip in between it, and stuck it in the freezer. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Huh. Wow! You just like took me way back. Yeah. That, that... <laughs> No, I'll go buy the like the extra heavy like cream Cool Whip and then put that in the freezer, and it has almost exactly yeah. the same texture as ice cream. And it, but it's low carb and high fat, <laughs> so that worked out really Meanwhile, well. Meanwhile, I'm over here with just the can of um, sugar-free whipped heavy <laughs> cream that they sell. Um, I think it's Lando Lakes makes it, and I could only find it in one store. But I'll just stand there, like, shooting it into my face. <laughs> like, after a really bad yeah. day at work, I'm like. <laughs> <laughs> I, I don't recommend that, buddy. <laughs> Listen, everyone has their moments. At least it's low carb. Um... <laughs> Absolutely. Is there anything else that you would like to share with anyone who has stuck through listening to this as I went totally off the rails like I usually do? Yeah, that's that's how it's supposed to go. These things, the, the, the less they get. Um, you know what? I, if, if there's one thing that I've done, and it, it seems cliche, but it, it's over the years, I've just stuck with the idea that I need to be healthier. I've just maintained that idea in in the back of my brain. Like, okay, I may, I may have a, you know, a bad few months or in some cases a bad year. Um, but there's no way, there's always an opportunity to, to alter that course. And if you just know that, okay, you know, I may not be where I want to be, but all it takes is my own effort, my own energy to get there. Um, and, and find that motivation to get to that place anybody can do it. It just, it just takes the the ability to recognize yourself and say, okay, I'm ready to go. Um, but don't lose hope that you can't get there because anybody yeah, can get I, there. I think that's very valid advice. Um, we all have the power to change the path that we're on in at any moment. Um, that definitely comes from within us. Some circumstances might be harder than others, but there's, there's always a, a way 
Um, and it's going to look different from person to person, you know, like you had said, um, earlier when I had asked, you know, what kind of advice would you give to someone? Um, so yeah, I think it, it's really just understanding what your circumstances are, what your goal is, and just figuring out where can I start? What little thing can I do? Yeah. And, and I actually find a lot of motivation because there's so many resources of people that have have had great results with, you know, varying workout programs, everything from, you know, the beach body stuff to, you know, personal trainers and things like that. And sometimes when I'm, when I'm in a rut, I'll mm -hmm. actually just go to YouTube and I'll watch, I'll watch success stories, um, you know, and, and see people that I go, okay, that's, that's either where I am or that's where I was. And then see that they reached a goal and, or they received, they reached a, a, a you know, physicality level that I, I personally want to, you know, get to. And that sort of rekindles that feeling of like, ah, okay, I'm seeing it happen in front of me. So if I see it happen, then I know it can be done. It doesn't feel unobtainable anymore because I'm in a, you know, a rut where I haven't lost any weight or, you know, I've plateaued for a few weeks. Um, and going and seeing a success story uh, or two can really kind of jumpstart my brain and go, okay, I, I can do that. You know, they, they were able to get to Yeah, that point, I think that's so amazing I. advice um, because sometimes you have to be like, all right, they, like you said, they're, they're similar starting point to where I am right now and they're doing it. They've done it. You know, um, if, if they <laughs> could do it, I could do it too. Like, and, and like you said, you start to look at their story and see what they did. And then you're like, oh, that's not so bad. Like I can totally do that. Sometimes we get overwhelmed. Like you see those side by sides, like from where someone was to where they are yeah. now. And you're like, oh my God, I could never do that. But it's like, no, there were like, there was a lot of time in between and a lot of change. And like you said, going to YouTube and like looking yeah. at the full story um, can be an awesome tool, um, motivational tool to get you started on your own journey and your own path. And also, you know, back to what you said, I think like, you know, just trying different things. There are so many things out there. And just because, you know, you and I have had some success with keto doesn't mean that everybody out there or anyone listening to this even has a desire to want to try that. It's like, learn, go out there, see what other people are doing. Um, look at what you're doing now and what little changes you can make and just try things. It's the only way you know what's going to work. Yeah. And I, and I'm a fan of, of daily tracking. I know there's a lot of programs and a lot of people that don't like that. They like to, you know, set things out weekly, but I like to see what, what my diet and exercise choices do to my, my physiology on a day-to-day -day basis. Um, so I really try to track that stuff. I track weight and, and BMI and, and, and hydration level and all that kind of stuff um, daily so that I can look at it and, and look at my diet and go, okay, I ate this yesterday and that did this. And then I ate this today and you wake up tomorrow and I'll have this result from it. And that just, that kind of micro micromanaging, I guess, of, of my, my mm -hmm. diet and exercise helps give me a clearer picture. It's to stay so funny that you bring that up. Cause I was listening to another podcast earlier today as I was walking um, to the train station and they were talking about this. And, you know, one of the people that was talking um, on the podcast, he, is not into the scale at all. Um, he's like, it's just a tool. Like you don't need to step on it all the time. And the other person was like, no, I weigh myself every day now. Um, because I've gotten myself to a point where I'm like, it's just a number. 
Um, and, and it's just mm-hmm. a, a metric to see what my body is doing day to day. And, you know, you start to notice patterns and stuff like that. So it's really interesting because I've spoken to and had so many clients throughout the years that their relationship with that tool, with the scale is just so awful that stepping on it once can, and not seeing the number that they expect um, with it being, you know, in a direction that they don't want it to go in, that can literally halt all of their progress. They'll just like give up and stop. So getting, yeah, it can be really motivating. Yeah, so getting yourself to a point where you're like, it's just a metric and it's just a way for me to notice patterns and trends with my body. It's, that's a tough point to get to, I think. And, but I think it's great that you're able to view it that way. And again, it comes down to, like you were saying, just, just how, how you are personally, you know, it, it's a personal thing. You have to know what your relationship is as to whether or not that'll um, be successful for you. So have you noticed any like trends, like with your body, like, have you noticed like this time of month, like, um, you know, you tend to trend a certain way because hormones play such a huge role, uh, even for guys. Um, you know, typically when we talk about hormones, it's always mm-hmm. women bitching about them. Um, but they do, they play a huge role in things for guys as well. Have you noticed any like trends like from month to month with yourself? I can hear you. Can you hear oh, me? Oh, no. Did I lo- okay. <laughs> Did I lose you? Are you there? Can you hear me? Okay, there we go. I got you back. Sorry. <laughs> um, well, as far as as far as trends, um, okay. Really, the trends that I I kind of pay attention to are, are my dietary trends, like what kind what kinds of food that I eat that affects what the scale, you know, tells me the next day. Um, you know, like there there are times where I'm just not hungry, you know, and and, a, and I eat less stuff just inherently and then I'll step on the scale and I won't have lost any weight. Um, and that, you know, feels really odd to me be, to be like, okay, well, I, I feel like I didn't, you know, I, I had maybe a thousand calories in food today and absolutely nothing came off. But then the next day I'll eat maybe an extra five or 600 sure, calories more than I should because I'm extra hungry, again. but then boom, it's I'll have a big drop. like, oh, that. wait, we need to burn uh, this. Hurry up. <laughs> exactly. Yeah. Um, but, but really, but I think I've become much happier with paying attention to the scale or, or using that as a metric since, um, <laughs> getting, getting to a pant size that I haven't been in since high school. Um, um, you know, I was, I was pushing, pushing the size 38 in, in men's jeans, um, you know, at like a year, year, year and a half ago. And, and this year I bought a size 30, which I literally have not bought or worn since high school. Um, and when, when I did that, like my relationship with the scale turned into something entirely different than it ever had been before. Um, because if the scale wasn't mm-hmm. doing what I wanted it to do, which most of the time it doesn't, <laughs> um, I still looked at myself and went, no, but you, you physically are different than you've been, you know, in, in practically decades at this point so you know come come to grips that you have a new body that uh, yeah that, that and, and that takes, it takes a while yet. for the mind still getting used to really to that catch up to what the body's done 
there there's I know at least personally for myself there was a huge disconnect mm-hmm. for a long time um and and it's you know it it just it takes time you just have to have patience with yourself um but yeah it's it's so funny how to you brought it up and then you know the podcast earlier about using this stuff as a metric it's really something new to think about um at least for me because I don't really look at all of that stuff. Like I'm not someone who's ever looked at stuff daily. Like I've tracked my food. Um, but I was, I would get too obsessive, like over the scale and like freak out about things. Um, just cause I didn't have that good relationship with it. Now I, I have one and I look at it every day and I'm like, eh, I don't need to step on it. I'm fine. Yeah. <laughs> like my jeans are not tight on me. I'm good. <laughs> yeah. Like- yeah. Yeah. Like I, I've, I've not been on, I've not been on the scale for the last few days and I'm completely no, okay with that. It sounds like you're in I a really healthy, like mental place with what again. you've discovered this year. And that, I mean, it, that's huge. So like con- big congratulations on that. <laughs> Thank you. Yeah. That's it's been the a, best been a though. Those are the best kinds sure. of surprises I'm, I'm happy so that you here. can live a healthier <laughs> lifestyle and just enjoy and not feel like trash on a daily basis I mean ultimately for for me that's that's my goal I want to be able to eat something and not feel like garbage when I'm done (laughs) or the next day Mm -hmm. so yeah me I just want to balance it I want to be able to get back and and have that point where I can have that slice of pizza and and not feel guilty about it that's awesome definitely awesome I'm I'm pretty Um, dang close to it you're not a huge social media person but would you like to let people know where they can find you if they want to check out any do you even have any photos of like what you looked like before versus now on your feed no do you you'd have to scroll (laughs) no yeah, yeah, there's uh, like you said, I'm, I'm not, I don't have a lot of like selfies and stuff like that. But um, I mean, th- this might actually motivate me to to share a little bit more of my story um, on social media now because I do, I I do have photos, I do have comparison photos, old photos. I've taken pictures along uh, throughout the years, but just have never posted stuff. But uh, um, yeah, I don't even what what is my what, what are my handles? I think I'm I think I'm still ugly guitar is. guy on Instagram. <laughs> In uh, case you were wondering just how kind of not into social media Chris is, that yeah. is that that's it right there. What's my what's my handle? Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> it is. So, I will link I'm it pretty in sure the bio. It. I think it's I think it's still <laughs> just, at ugly just guitar in case, guy. Uh, in case you ever forget, you know, you can always do right, if, any, if anybody to wants to join in. And be like, oh, yeah, that's who I am. <laughs> <laughs> there we go. Exactly. Thank you so Thank much you. for See, joining this has been me for me at the same on time. this edition of Who Inspires Me Wednesday. Um, I appreciate uh, you taking time out of your busy day to share your story. Um, I hope that somebody finds um, motivation and inspiration from this and I hope you have an awesome night. Thank you so much, Chris.